0: Hello and welcome to Plot Trist. This is Lane. This is Meg. And today we are re-releasing our review of Nine Rules to Break When Romancing a Rake by Sarah McLean. This is one of our very first episodes because we really like this book. It's also both of our first Sarah McLean uh, novels. We are re-releasing it because Avon is also re-releasing it with the new cover with discussion questions uh-huh I have an idea for my next book club I know <laughs> in a mass market paperback size so it's like one of the larger paperbacks so anyway I have not actually seen this book yet but it sounds pretty cool enjoy this vintage plot trip. So this is Sarah McLean's first romance novel. Yes. And Lane is the one who read it and recommended it to me. So this was read on Lane's recommendation. Yes. So what I really liked about this one, um, I thought the characters were really strong. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I really like Lady Calpurnia Mm -hmm. uh, and Ralston. I think they're individually really fun. I liked the premise, so the setup is that she, you know, makes a list of things she'd like to do and manages to coerce via trade someone she's had a crush on forever into fulfilling these fantasies with her. Um, So I thought that was really fun as a concept and it's,
0: once again, similar to Mr. Impossible, pretty angst-free, yeah, relatively uh, angst-free. Gabriel manages to fit some in there with the, you know, oh, I can't get married because my family is bad at marriage. Basically, but on the whole I think it's it's on the funner
1: side of of the romance. I would agree with that. I would I would definitely agree with that. Uh, So we're building on that. So um, overall, uh, my 15 word summary, because we did a a random number generator as we did last time is uh, Callie breaks in. Oh, no, that's yours. Uh, spinster makes a bucket list to stick it to polite
0: society using her first crush. Yeah, so mine is, Callie breaks into a Marquess's bedroom and demands a kiss. She gets much more in return. Actually, I, that's 16 words, because I said much more, but... Eh, it was worth it. Yeah, no. Um, so one of the things I really liked about
1: this, even though it's a little bit tropey, was the fact that they did know each other, that that mm-hmm. first little intro section is from ten years prior when she was fresh on the market.
0: You, fresh on them, yes, uh-huh. And. Mm-hmm. um
1: he, you know, it's kind to her while yeah. she's hiding. And He's
0: kind to her, and so, of course, she develops this huge crush on him. She can see beyond his hard, you know, exterior shell. But and rakish
1: exterior, because later that same evening, she encounters him in a... A scandalous position with another woman. Yes, yes. Which is seared into her brain. <laughs> right. Well,
0: but it also makes her... That part was a little... Slightly angsty because she's like, well, I'll just never be good enough for him since he wants these other women. Yeah, but he, at that point,
1: was just a rake. Yeah. So. But I, I think it's... What I really liked about it was kind of the weird situations they get themselves in. There are, just to kind of get into the is it worth it, Mm -hmm. a ton of tropes. You've got her masquerading as a guy to go Mm -hmm. into some of the places where she's always wanted to go. Yes. You have the straight-laced, like, spinster finally coming out of her shell. Yes,
0: you've you've got the whole you see this in a lot of novels where the woman really wants to do something and she somehow gets the man to go along with it. Yes. So like she, he doesn't really, he does not approve of what she's doing. So in many cases he's like, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't do that, but I guess if you have to do it, then I'll help you out. Yeah. And you know, so they're in this, they've got a secret mm-hmm. and you know, if, if, if her secret comes out, then his secret comes out too. So a little bit of, yeah, that's definitely a trope. Definitely, like this
1: mutual behavior Mm -hmm. with totally different motivations. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, So the other thing I really like about Sarah McLean and this book in particular is I thought the supporting cast was really fun.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: He's got two siblings who subsequently get their own books, which I think are a letdown compared to this one, but But we can talk about that. We can review those later. Separately. Um, but she's also got two siblings who are a really good time and I felt like the banter between them and the supporting cast was pretty strong.
0: Yeah, I did like it. Well and then a lot of the plot comes, well, so the the main plot, so the A plot is she has decided I'm done with living by society's rules. Yes. Um, I'm a spinster, I'm just going to do what I want at this point and then she goes out and does it with Gabriel right so that's the A plot but then the B plot is he's dealing with these family issues he's got this long lost sister who's not exactly illegitimate but she is not a part of the aristocracy right his mother ran off and had a child
1: uh, by an Italian yes and so the sister was raised in Italy, and it's sort of unclear if she's illegitimate because I,
0: yeah, well, they, there's a whole argument about how she's not, but also maybe his, it like, all depends on like when his father died yeah. and like when the marriage took place. So, but they're, I mean, they're making a big push to make sure that she is legitimate and and accepted into society, right?
1: Um, and so they kind of his, his end of the bargain. Is getting her pristine reputation yes. behind his sister's. Exactly, coming out.
0: exactly. So Callie's gonna support his sister. Right. With this front of being the most respectable spinster ever. And then what she gets out of it is she gets to stop being so respectable. Right, exactly.
1: And her goal isn't to harm her reputation. Mm-hmm. She very much wants to have these life experiences, but the goal isn't to sully her good name. It's to have them in secret.
0: Yeah. Well, it's she, I think she's i think she's decided that she never will experience them. Yes. Otherwise. Right? Right. So she's... So she's going to go out and, and, and get
1: what she wants. Exactly. But it, not in a public shaming way. Right. I'm trying to get out of society and move to the country and be allowed to be independent. Like, mm-hmm. she very much yeah. wants to maintain her life, but get to have these experiences. yes. Yeah. One of the other things I thought this author did particularly well um, was I laughed a lot at the descriptions of Callie in the press, mm-hmm. and she uses the press as a trope a couple of times in okay. subsequent series too, but I really liked all of the like hideous descriptions of Callie's dresses <laughs> and like complete mockery of the aristocracy as a whole. I mm-hmm. thought that was really fun and yeah. done pretty well. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I... I will say so. I'm trying to think. Oh, yes. Yeah, so any literary devices or, or words that McLean uses too often. This is her first book, and yeah. I I have read quite a few by her at this point. But I I can't pinpoint a specific like literary device or a specific word that she uses. But I I will say that you can tell that this is her first novel. Reading it, I'd say so. Yeah. Um. I don't think it's as well written as some of her subsequent novels uh i think that it could have benefited from an editor mm-hmm. uh not uh, the story is great the characters are fun the writing itself could have been better yeah and she does get better in she does later she does she gets much better i don't know if she gets a better editor i don't know if she just edits better i don't know but she does get better which is sort of an opposite effect so a lot of times the first book won't be great well written I should say and then the writing gets better and then once they get really popular their writing like goes down again. We'll talk about that with some other novels. Yeah Um, in this
1: case I do think this is the strongest book in the series but I do think her writing does improve with each subsequent book. The uh, only this isn't so much a trope or a literary device. I think her characters are stronger than her plots. I would agree. I've read a couple of hers and I think this this is maybe the least representative of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, a lot of times with her books, will really like the two individuals and feel less strongly about their chemistry or about their how situation. they get together. Whereas this one, I actually do think Ralston and Callie have chemistry.
0: I do, I agree. I, w- I will say uh, when I, so this, I guess we're veering into criterion two, sexiness. Yes. Um, I, I will say that the beginning of the book so when so basically she makes this decision I want to be kissed I want to go to a uh, not a brothel I want to go to a pub pub she wants to do all these things basically that men get to do that we don't that that would ruin a woman's reputation but does not ruin a man's reputation so that's what she wants to do and she's like okay I am gonna go kiss someone and she goes to his house and she goes in his room and she's like okay kiss me I loved it I thought it was great and then um, took a step back and it was like quite a few more chapters before there was more. Right. So I was, I don't want to say like it has to be like all sex from the beginning or anything like that, but I, I thought that the, the promise was like put out there and then it wasn't fulfilled until later.
1: Agreed. I do think this one has a good number of scenes though. It has
0: a lot. Once it gets yeah.
1: going, it is very good. <laughs> I think that scene in the carriage is, to me, one of the more representative ones of carriage hookups.
0: Okay. a Representative carriage hookup. Okay. I really enjoyed okay. it. There, I will also say there was a um, fencing practice room hookup. That one was also very good. Which is pretty good, except that it, it veered, for me, for my taste, a little too, like, public, like, um, possibly being outed.
1: Yeah, if you have a voyeurism thing or, like, the potential of getting caught... Then this is the book for you. Because they are very much trying to keep this on the DL and... In the worst
0: ways ever? Neither of them are very good at it. And, I mean, he's supposed to be a rake. He's supposed to be, like, good at this. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, it seems to me like he's just been lucky for 10 years. Or hooking up with
1: women who didn't have reputations I uphold, guess. So he didn't have to worry about it.
0: I, I suppose, but...
1: Yeah, it, I really... Uh, these scenes, when they get going, are numerous yeah. and long.
0: Yeah. I, I will say I, my one issue with that is that often they would be having some kind of fight, some kind of serious discussion about their relationship, mm-hmm. and then suddenly it would turn into sex. Which, I mean, once, okay, I can handle that. But, like, it was several times um, I, I, it struck me at least that either he would try to get out of it by like I- instead of like discussion, dis- discussing that they would they would just have sex instead. Um, I was specifically thinking about a, a time when she says, "Oh well, no one want I'm not going to get married because no one." wants to marry me no one finds me desirable and he's like oh well instead of saying well actually I would love to marry you he's just like all right then let's uh, have sex you know yeah but he's like I'll, I'll address one of these issues but not the actual issue that stood out less to me but I was a little
1: bit bothered we've talked before about the tropes that kind of bother us mm-hmm. and in this case the I love you so I have to let you go because you clearly can't love me in the same way. You're so much
0: better than I am. It like
1: gets really laid into.
0: But a lot. This one, like the, the, the relationship, because there has to be something that keeps them apart. Mm-hmm. What is keeping them apart is Gabriel thinking that he's going to be a bad husband. Pretty much. Like, that, that is it.
1: But the one thing, because of the device that gets them together, there isn't a whole lot of angst about her ruination.
0: Oh, yeah, about that, no. So
1: that I really appreciated, but there is a little bit of angst about their ongoing, like, will they be serious as opposed to just casual?
0: Yeah, that is true.
1: So overall, though, I think one of the strengths of, her, of this book is the... Chemistry between the two characters. I agree. and The circumstances when they get to hook up.
0: I agree. I agree with that one. Um, it does feel a little. I, there's this trope that I hate, and it's not just romance. Mm-hmm. Not like this is a trope that. I mean, there's a whole song about it. It's the whole, you know, um, you don't, you don't know you're beautiful trope. Oh, the right. One Direction song. Yes, yeah, it, yes, yes. The One Direction song. I hate this because women are not supposed to know that they are beautiful, and and it veer it goes that way a little bit to me, you know. Like Callie is convinced that she's not beautiful, and yet somehow this becomes part of what is so desirable about her. I can you see, see what that. I mean.
1: Yeah, I think for me, I it, as I was saying, I thought the the commentary in the paper about her outfits and sort of her mm-hmm. presentation were really funny. I think I read it a little bit more as clearly she was really gorgeous, but she had been trussed up in the worst way and had this reputation as dowdy that was sort of undeserved. Yeah. And so I, for me it was a little bit more about her coming into her own and starting to dress the way she wanted to and playing up her assets. And so I I was a little less bothered because I saw it a little bit more as a like transformative
0: plot, but I can see that point. And I
1: do think it's, not ideal.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think that. So this may be one of the things that bothers me more than it bothers Lay in the hall. You, you don't know you're beautiful. Like well, I, I mean, don't know. I have
1: seen One Direction in concert twice. <laughs> so, so maybe clearly. that's the reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I refuse. I'm. I'm. I. I I'm. I do not listen to the song. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, okay. Well, so we sort of merged the sexiness and offensiveness. I guess that sections. that really kind of addressed the offensiveness portion.
1: Yeah. Um, I think overall, I. Recommended it clearly. i recommended yeah. it to Meg With the knowledge that it's her first one.
0: Yeah, I would agree. It's it's fun um, it, Oh, let's talk about a little bit about it Was there anything like you saw as a as a feminist or like sexist in there that would be offensive? Okay, so I will
1: totally admit to Being a little bit colored by who I know Sarah McLean is. hmm M- McLean McLean. I'm McLean? not McLean? Oh, whatever yeah. It's probably not her real name anyway, um True. You, you actually don't know, but yeah. she has a really amazing Twitter presence mm-hmm. and is really outspoken mm-hmm. on like feminist issues. Yeah. And so I think I might have been going into this presupposing yeah. that it wasn't going to be as problematic. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I, I mean, I think that it actually starts with this feminist premise, mm-hmm. which is, these are things that men can do that women cannot do in my society, and I want to do them. Mm-hmm. I want to have these experiences. Um so I think it starts from that that premise.
1: Yeah, and, and I also think the way that fashion is used is actually empowering not mm-hmm. belittling. Like, I think a lot of times authors will rely on dress shopping or fashion stuff as a way to put women in a box mm-hmm. of the traditional society. Mm-hmm. And in this way, I think it was actually a point of strength for Kelly and yeah. as women who love fashion and clothes yeah. and like love shopping as an extension of like getting to express ourselves. Yeah. Seeing that written about in a way that felt empowering and not belittling was really yeah. nice.
0: Yeah. So I didn't find that part. So there was a lot that I, I thought was, had
1: put a critical eye. You just wish they hadn't fetishized insecurity.
0: Well, that's the, that's the one thing. And that's just something that I personally have a big issue mm-hmm. with. Um, and, and I'm not, I think it's, it's less that she was insecure and more that he kind of, he did kind of feed into it a little bit, Yeah. Like he used it as his excuse for not. Wanting to marry her, sort of. Well, she thought that that's why, and he let her believe it. Yes. You see what I mean? Yeah,
1: he didn't use it as, he never
0: said it to her. Right. Right. But he also never denied it. Until the end, obviously. Right. When they, was happily ever after. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, it's a big surprise. They Did you know they ended up together? This one also has a really good scene at the opera, doesn't it? I don't remember, Lane. I'm really sorry guys, I don't remember. I think it does,
1: there's a lot of hers involve very public moments.
0: Yes, yes, like like we mentioned earlier, yes. If you like, um, if you have a little bit of that voyeur or like that kind of public. Fear of getting caught thing. Fear of getting caught, you might not be into it, but if you wouldn't mind, like adds a little extra. If you extra, think fear adds a spice. Then you would love it, yeah. Yeah. But overall I didn't think
1: this one it didn't get my heckles up at any point.
0: No, I wasn't. I wasn't like angry. I was just a little. I was just a little eye rolly. Yeah. Honestly, just a little like, oh yeah, this one again. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. But and and again, this is. Uh, I don't want to keep excusing her with this, but it was her first novel, mm-hmm. so I don't. There are things that that in some of my favorite novels, the beginning, you they are not fully developed yet, and they maybe haven't thought about these issues. I also felt
1: like. Callie wasn't super angsty about not being a wife, which I
0: appreciated. Mm-hmm.
1: I think a lot of times when you get into these novels about spinsters, yeah, they end up reflecting so much on what their life is lacking. Mm-hmm. And I don't really feel like this fed into that at all. Yeah, like, it was less
0: of being less about being a spinster, more about these being things a that I want
1: to do. Yeah, yeah. it was it mm-hmm. was framed a lot more positively, which I really preferred.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, overall, I if you think that that sort of and it also like it goes through the list. Yeah. With each chapter. So I kinda yeah. like if you think those devices are fun where it's like an all right, she's gonna get through this and she's gonna do all these things and she's gonna do it with a hot guy, like Yeah. You know where it's going and yeah. it's a really
0: good time. And and I mean just to remind you, the name of this novel is Nine Rules to to Break When Romancing a Rake. I mean it's a great title. It's an excellent title. It's a great title um and it's it's that is what the book is about as well so i, I actually you know you know uh, who is it who always talks about oh the title of the thing is in the thing like the the title of the thing is in every single chapter of this thing <laughs> you know
1: yeah but so overall recommended
0: yeah i agree and I agree. Um,
1: with a couple of caveats, but nothing that I think we'd have to say as a trigger warning or no, anything like that. No, absolutely
0: not. I think it's it's super fun. Very fun. I would, I would definitely say it's a fun novel. Yes, fun would probably be the first word I'd use to describe yeah. it, too. So
1: let us know what you think, mm-hmm. if you've read this book or if you've read other books by Sarah McLean. Um, if you, you want us to share your opinions on Instagram, we're at Plot mm-hmm. um, We're also on Spotify, uh, Google Play, Anchor, uh, a couple others I've never heard of. And we're working on getting on iTunes. So you should be able to hear us wherever you usually get your podcasts. Yeah. So subscribe. Rate and review. <laughs> Thanks, Lane. <laughs> and we'll be back uh, in another couple of days with another episode. All right. Talk bye. to you later. Bye.